This is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast that celebrates the best rock, metal, and punk music on vinyl. And now, here's Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show. My name is Phil Boyer, and on the other side of the sea is my good friend, Mike Svensson. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Hey, hey, what's going on? Well, as uh, usually at this point in the show, I give you an update on what's happening in the vinyl community on Instagram. There is always something going on. And this week I've been talking about record fairs. And uh, yeah, and how you can find some really awesome stuff over there. Uh, I've been talking about bands like Judas Priest, ACDC, and of course Kiss. And it's always exclusive about music and and collecting vinyls. So over there on on Instagram with the sounds on vinyl. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's been a good week. Good week. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun over there on the Sounds on Vinyl Instagram page. And uh, that's just a little taste of what you're going to get over there. So if you're not already over there following Sounds on Vinyl, get your ass over there and do it. All right. Yeah. And share in all the kick ass stuff that Mike's putting together over there because it is so much fun. And him posting all the the cool records that he's got from his collection. It just it, it's a sight to see. It is. Oh, it really oh is. yeah. <laughs> All right. Tonight, tonight is very exciting. Oh, it's really exciting, man. We go back. The year was 1987. And a song, Welcome to the Jungle, blasted through the airwaves by this new band that nobody ever heard of called Guns and Roses. Oh, and the yeah. album, of course, was the legendary Appetite for Destruction. That album reached number one on the Billboard Top 200, number four on Billboard's Rock Albums, and number one on Billboard's Top Hard Rock Albums. Now, worldwide, Appetite has sold more than 20 million copies, which is just crazy. 20 million copies earning it gold status in Sweden, France, and Mexico, and going multiple platinum in the rest of the world. That's so, nuts. It is. It's crazy. So let's get into this thing. Mike, what was your first experience with this record? Oh, man. Uh, I remember seeing Welcome to the Jungle on MTV uh, late night, as as many of you, of you did. Um, a friend of mine had seen it and, and told me about it because it was sort of like banned uh, during the daytime. So you have to, to sit up and, and, and watch it till like midnight. Uh, and since there was something I, I, I remember, there was something disturbing in the video, according to MTV, and it. And, and that's why it had to air at midnight. So I waited up for it. Uh, I seen some pictures and I, I actually thought that they, they were like posters with the Jack Daniels bottles and, and so forth with their frizzy hair. And I, I thought that, cause I've discovered Metallica. So I, I didn't think much about them. Uh, so uh, I'm sitting there uh, and I was totally floor when, when I heard Welcome to the Jungle for the first time. I'd never, ever seen anything like that before. I went right out the next day and and bought the album. And it's, oh, good, 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 clean, wholesome rock and roll for you right there. It's it's crazy. Yeah. 
Wholesome. Turn around, bitch. I got a use for you. Yeah. Very, yes. Very wholesome. Wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, mean yeah. I mean, there was so much of, the, of that music at, at that in that period of time that came out that I thought was some well sort of skittish, and I thought they were they were trying too hard. But I mean, Guns N' Roses they came with a punk attitude. They did. And, yeah, and and um, I mean, listen to those songs. I'm, I mean, besides "Welcome to the Jungle," my 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 favorite tracks are like "Night Train," "Mr. Brownstone," "My Michelle," and 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 so on. Mm-hmm. And could could you imagine? I, I'm I think I was I was like 16 at the time, and all the testosterones and 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 being a, a, a guy playing in in a in a hard rock band myself. I was a drummer back in the day. And seeing all that, I mean, the energy, the raw power of it all, I mean, holy crap. Yeah, my my first experience, um, just as yours was, you know, I saw the video and that opening riff just hooked me. I'd never heard anything quite like that before. And I don't know, I got hooked and I went right out, got the record and realized that Welcome to the Jungle wasn't even the best song on the record. No. My friends and I, we listened to the hell out of this album. Yeah, I remember the show at the Ritz that they did in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, and they and it was broadcasted by MTV. So they did everything right, and and they were uh, authentic. To see them first in a picture, posing with with the Jack Daniels bottles and so forth, I I, I thought it was a bit tacky, and but then when you realized, holy shit. Those guys are from the street. There are addicts. <laughs> and, I mean, it it was everybody was posing, but they were like the real deal. And it, and it would and it, and you could hear it in the in, the, in their music. It was it was really it's raw power, authentic, and they got that punk attitude. And and you you never knew what happened when it, when Axel hit the stage because he was I read somewhere he's man impressive or something like that. And and. So, so he could do anything and he could jump into the audience and, and kick the living shit out of you if if you didn't comply to him. So it's it's nuts. He's like, like evil, evil uh, Jim Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it and it's it's funny because I remember I, I watched a show about uh, the, the birth of the punk punk music punk rock and and they they go through all all the the, the different shades from Iggy Pop to the, the Ramones and the Damned and Blondie and so forth and you could see that attitude coming in once once more i mean you got the sex pistols with, with uh, Sid Vicious hitting people with, with his face in the audience because he was angry or, or whatever or, or trying to get a, a response from the audience and that that was Axel he, mm-hmm. he 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 went that far with that punk attitude and and did something that you n- never seen before. It was so it it was like Jim Morrison, as you said. This record, Appetite for Destruction, was practically the soundtrack to my life back then in '87, '88. And you know, I remember this one time we went to uh, Lake Havasu for the weekend, and you know, here we are, four teenagers. You know, we're just ready, ready to start some shit, ready for a fight, ready to cause some trouble. And we get there, and you know, we we hang, we're hanging out at Lake Havasu. We go to the hotel, and you know, we're playing this this 
record the entire time. I mean, nonstop. I think we wore the tape out by the end of this vacation. But yeah, the uh, you know we're we're up to the wee hours of the morning drinking beer as teenagers do. And at one point, the hotel or motel manager had to come in and yell at us to turn the music down because it's like 3 a.m. or whatever, and we're cranking Appetite for Destruction, and it's like turn it down. But but it's funny because because that I I actually think there is there is not a bad song on that album. How many times do do you have a a record in your hands from a band that that you can literally say that there is there is actually no no bad song on that? No, from my point of view, mediocre song. No, no. You know, I was I was listening to it actually right before uh, we were recording here this morning, and from start to finish, it just takes you through the journey and it doesn't let up. And I think it's one of the greatest rock and roll records out there. Yeah, and and I, I it's it's so funny because because you know me, I'm I'm a nerd. I'm picking up things from left and right, and I I remember hearing an interview back in the day with, with Axel uh, and I thought it was it was crazy because he he introduced the the song Welcome to the Jungle on on that show at at the Ritz and that was like the first time I heard them play uh, live and I remember he saying just right before he introduced the song and he he shouts to the audience you know where you are you're in the jungle you're gonna die and and then he said that's a true story that ain't no lie and then i actually watched an interview with him and that that moment right there was like the first time he jumped up the bus from where wherever the hell he, he lived in in indiana or something like that and there was a homeless guy who said those words, actually, those words to him. Do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're going to die. <laughs> uh, and and that, I feel, that summons up this, the, the Appetite for Destruction album right there. Yeah. It's, it's sort of in your face. It's, you, you couldn't compete with that back in the day. There was no band that could compete with that. No. No, it's I don't nuts. think so. Like you said, they, they really, it, it had that hard rock sound, but the punk attitude. Yeah, it had it, it had that fuck you, we don't care, we're, we're doing this to, whether you like it or not. And that's a punk at, attitude right there. Yeah, we, we don't need your freaking approval. We're going to no, no. do this shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, we're going to run you over. And they did. It's, yep. it's nuts. Yeah, and then how about when the Deadpool movie came out? And we're talking oh, the, the Dirty Harry one, not, not yeah. the one that came out a couple of years ago, the, the comic no, book movie, but no. the one with Dirty Harry. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you got uh, uh, Jim Carrey playing the rock star. Yeah, yeah, the Welcome yeah. to the Jungle. That was yeah. pretty awesome. You, you can see how, how big they were. They were actually in the movie. You know yeah. the scene where they buried, yeah, they buried uh, uh, some some dude there, and they're in the cemetery, and you can see the whole band and 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 uh, the entourage around. I mean, they were that big. You had you could only place them in the movie, and I think they made a a, a million bucks more w- with us, the nerds who came out <laughs> to, to the movie theater to watch this. Oh man, did you see that? I remember talking to my friends. Did you see that? I saw Slash in his hat and standing there in the cemetery. It was like the coolest thing ever, man. 
they were yeah, that I, big. I, yeah, we, me and my friends, we went and saw that movie just because of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It is. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, you mentioned Slash's top hat. Like, yeah, I'm looking at this guy. Like, what what the hell is this? What is going <laughs> on here? Like, yeah. what is with this guy and his all this hair? You can't see his face. How, how the hell does this guy even walk around? How how can he see anything? It's just insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what, what what's this guy's story? <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. But then you see him rip into the riff of like Sweet Child of Mine, and you're like, you know, this guy's pretty damn good. Yeah. He's an underrated guitarist. I don't think. Yeah. When, yeah, when for you sure. talk about some of the really good guitarists of our day, we, we don't often talk about Slash. No, but he's a mellow guy. I, I, I he, he doesn't, he doesn't have to, have to be some, some rock star because he, he's, when you see him, it's attitude and it's, it's a born one. It's not a played one as as many many rock stars do. He, he's just with his top hat and he's sort of like a, when he's straight, he's he's a med, mellow guy. You can see interviews with him going, well, I, I did this and I grew up with this. And his mother, she did clothes for uh, David Bowie and and he came by the house and so he grew up with all this music industry people and 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 stars around him. So. I, by the time he was like 15 years old, he 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 met everybody, so he he didn't care. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. But yeah. what do you think? What do you think about the the albums that they released after Appetite? I mean, there's there's the the, the GNR lies, the, the 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 split record with with um, acoustic and 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 the live, and that but but that was recorded, I I think before Appetite. Wasn't it? Uh, I like so. Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, I hate to say it, but Appetite's really the only record I like by them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really don't like anything that that was released afterwards. Um, no, there's I mean, bits and pieces in in Usual Illusions, but but it's it's yeah. not nothing like Appetite. Nothing like it. Mm-mm. I fear that they used everything they had. <laughs> in, in, yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that that happens. I think sometimes, and and sometimes yeah. it's really just with one hit. You know, you hear about these one hit wonders, and they have one good song in them, and that's it. And they might put out yeah. like three records, but there's always just that one song. And at least these guys, they had an entire record of what is it, twelve songs that yeah. were just yeah, phenomenal, like pretty cool. Well, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, if you hear some disturbing sounds in the background, uh, it's uh, a band rehearsing right next door to us. But it's uh, it's it's a music show. It's rock and roll, man. So that's what you get when you listen to the Sounds on Vinyl podcast. You get there. Rock we and go. Roll. Yeah, you get, you get rock and roll. <laughs> right. We're you know when we say we're a music podcast, we mean we're a music podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we like music. We're for yeah. real, man. We're like Guns N' Roses. We're in your face. We're in your face. And we're not going anywhere. <laughs> or maybe we should go. Ahead. Well, yeah. Any any last words on on uh, appetite for destruction? You know where you are. You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. <laughs> That's about it. Oh man. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note.
that note. Uh, Later. We'll, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. I think we're doing uh we're doing shot at the devil next week, aren't we? Yeah, cool, man. I love it. Shot at the devil. Yeah. All right, until next week, guys. Later. Later. This has been Sounds on Vinyl, hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and follow at Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Boozehound Productions. Music by Grand Reserva. Visit soundsonvinyl.com for official merch and stuff you won't find anywhere else.